episode number 17 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ, where we are digging into what it means to be a Christian, our identity in Jesus. I am Brian Dill, and here with me, as always, is the indelible Jackson Wells. Indelible. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, Today, we're talking about bearing burdens, but I got to thinking... Jackson, do you know what you can bench press? Um, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I took two weightlifting classes in high school. Okay. Uh, my sophomore year and my senior year. Two of my favorite classes, Coach Howard, great coach, crazy. <laughs> but that's just part of being a coach, I think. And I remember senior year, my last final or whatever, you have to improve on one of your weights. Now, the real goal is 225 because that's okay. that's four plates. If you can do four plates, that's pretty good. Sure. At the, okay. At the NFL Combine, that's what they do is they try to do four plates. But I was I got 205. 205. That's, that's the most I have ever benched in my life. In my defense, I'm six foot three, and at that time <laughs> I was skinny. And it's just you hard. were skinny. It's hard for it's hard for tall skinny people to lift. So, <laughs> 205. My squats were good. I don't get it. Anyways, bench press, 205. Okay. What about well, you? Congratulations. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, I've never worried about that, or I think <laughs> I maybe have bench pressed at all, any amount, <laughs> maybe three times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no idea. I don't I'm, even remember what any of that was. <laughs> after this is done, I'm going to Planet Fitness. I'm there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, let's get started with this episode. All right, so we are talking about bearing each other's burdens, which comes from Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2. And if you're listening and not driving and want to open your Bible to that passage, we would encourage you to do so. But first, Jackson, do you think you have a story or anything to share about having to carry a heavy burden? (laughs) I get called upon regularly fairly regularly, to help people move okay. stuff. Sure. Because I look like I'm able to right. do it. Uh, right, right. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, if 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 we're to bear each other's burdens, the goal is to, to make make it possible for us to lift something that's heavy. Okay. And I'm thinking, dude, what would our combined bench press max be? <laughs> oh, me and you? <laughs> well, you said yours was 205, <laughs> so 215? So okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, maybe we can work on that. No. There, there have been several times where I have been moving furniture with either my dad or somebody. I've moved furniture with you right. several times. Yes, yes. Um, but one of the one time that sticks out in my mind is whenever we, me and Dad, were moving this like giant piece of furniture up the stairs and oh, there's like stairs are always such a and pain. it's not it wasn't just a straight staircase there had a there was a landing and it changed to directions i'm not joking like and this was while i was in high school i believe i may have been in college okay but me and dad split and audrey might have helped like like 400 pounds easily <laughs> And it was terrifying because it's like if something goes wrong, right? This is falling on one of us down the we're stairs, breaking a leg at best. You know, like <laughs> like we're looking at some catastrophic injuries. 
there's no way in the world I would have been able to do that by myself. Um, right. Nor and, your dad. Yeah. Right. And what's what's when, whenever I take, I live in a house by myself. I move furniture by myself because I don't feel like calling anybody. <laughs> but let me tell you, it is so much easier to move the couch that only weighs 100 pounds. Sure. With somebody else because, yeah, I can lift 100 pounds. But it's such an awkward thing to deal with. I don't know what I'm right, doing. Right. If I have somebody on the other end, it just makes it that much easier. You're right. And, You're right. And I don't get hurt. There's no. There's no risk. <laughs> it, it, it just. It's safer for everybody. Like. Um, yes. You, you want. You want to be able to to call on people to to help you. So. Right. You don't end up throwing your back out. Yeah. Lying on the floor in pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you get to hang out with somebody. So. If you ever need to move something, call me and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> you, can, you can call Jackson. I don't, you, you're taking a big risk uh, calling me. There's, there's only so much help I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the story that I have, it goes back to when I was, uh, about 15 years old and I decided to try this particular week at Bible camp where if you went to this one week, it was half price. Okay. And so I really wanted to go to a lot of weeks this one particular summer, and I was willing to pay that uh, for that half price week myself out of what I was making at my job. And so the reason it was half price was because they took out some of your free time that you normally would get, and you had to work on projects around the camp. Okay. Well, the year that I decided to go is the year that they decided to build steps that went up this big hill. So there's one cabin. Well, technically, it's two cabins, but it's one big structure with a bathhouse in the middle. It's at the top of this hill, and for years and years and years, it had just been a path through the woods to get down to the rest of the camp. Okay. And it was slippery. I yeah. mean, I'd fallen as a kid, slipping and sliding <laughs> as if it was wet, you know, d- up and down that hill. Yeah. I understood why there was a. It was a good idea to build steps going up to those cabins. But to build the steps themselves, they brought in uh, railroad ties hmm. and laid those down as the the step yeah. itself, and then filled in with rock Ooh. and. All of us campers were in like an assembly line Mm -hmm. going up and down the hill and passing those five-gallon paint buckets full of rock. Didn't even have wheelbarrows. No. Man. Well, you weren't getting a wheelbarrow up this hill. (laughs) And I had blisters on my hands because we would just stand there and just pass it up. Pass that the next one. Brutal. Pass another one. But as miserable as that was, I didn't go back to that week of camp, by the way. <laughs> as miserable as that was, I can't imagine trying to carry that bucket up the hill. By yourself? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. It wouldn't there's, have happened. There's something about doing something like that with somebody. Right. I can remember growing up, we had to go get firewood, and there's nothing like getting in a rhythm with somebody. Yes. We would load up the ranger with wood. We'd get back. We'd Maria and Audrey would be at the top of the hill ready to unload it and we'd help them unload it. And then we had this thing going and it was just like, 
everybody in this house is going to be cold unless we do this. Right. So it was like a team effort. <laughs> we, I mean, we're talking about burdens. We had this burden that we were all bearing, and everybody at camp knew that yes. this is going to be better if we can get this staircase built. Oh, absolutely. Let's do it together. And, and to this day, those stairs are still there. Mm-hmm. And when my son is having to go to those ca- to that cabin because he's at the age where that's the cabins he's sleeping in, I say you're welcome. You know, <laughs> I, I built this for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one other thing that I'll, whenever I think of the word burden, I think of the song by the Rolling Stones, "Beasts of Burden." Beasts of burden, beast of burden, or beasts of burden? It's beast of burden. Doesn't matter. But then I ask myself, well, what is a beast of burden? Because in the song, it doesn't mean what we think it means. But a beast of burden is something that just carries something that either one, we as humans can't or don't okay. want to. <laughs> right, right. And so whenever we kind of extrapolate that and, and think about how, how does that, what does that mean for us? Like if we're trying to bear each other's burdens, well, there's stuff in our lives, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever, that we don't want to carry by ourselves or that we can't carry by ourselves. We okay. try to carry by ourselves. Okay. But whenever we're bearing each other's burdens, we're kind of, we're sharing the load. Right. And a lot, our, our lives are a lot better because of it. Well, and that's the concept here of, of what is said in Galatians 6. Um, let's let's get into that a little bit more with the with our meat of the week. Uh, we are, are looking at Galatians 6, verse 2, which says very simply, Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now, I think that there are a, a few things that we need to grasp in order to really understand what Paul is getting at here. And the first, I think, is the context of what Paul is saying. Because verse 1 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So I think what that verse tells us, what verse 1 tells us about verse 2, is that bearing each other's burdens in context has a lot to do with the idea of temptation and sin and trying to help each other deal with those things. Yeah. I think that we don't do this often enough. <laughs> right. And we don't do this well when we try to do it. <laughs> okay. I think, well, one, if we, it's kind of like a, it's a two-edged sword. One of the reasons we don't do this often is because we've seen how poorly it can be done okay. if we're addressing somebody because there's a sin in their life that is ruining their life and we approach them and then they just shut us down and like they don't want to talk to us anymore it's gonna it's gonna keep us from trying to approach other people potentially okay okay right so there's a tactful way to go about approaching somebody sure. who has a burden and you want to help them bear it because as christians we love each other we'll get to that later but because we we're shut down or because we aren't able to bear somebody's burdens, it makes us not do it anymore. And so it's kind of this cycle that ends up causing us to to not bear each other's burdens, which is stupid. We should break the cycle. We should <laughs> help bear each other's burdens. But it's it's touchy because if we're talking about the context of temptation and sin, nobody wants to share what their temptation is. Nobody wants to right. share what their sin is. They right. want to keep that to themselves because they're ashamed of it. There's no reason to be like 
there's no reason to be ashamed of it. Like Paul says, hey, we're all going through something. Let's get through this together. Right. And I think that's part of the challenge is first getting to the point where we can actually discuss what challenges we're facing, what kinds of temptations and sins we're dealing with. Because usually, like you said, when when somebody is is pointing out or is trying to discuss someone else's sin or temptations that they're dealing with, it's almost more like a a gotcha moment. Yeah. Ha-ha! Yeah. You know, we, I mean, literally just in the last couple days, there's been news article about a guy in ministry who was caught in a particular sin mm-hmm. and it's and that's where our mind always goes it's more about getting caught and everything is just just explodes right. instead of let's talk about this let's talk about how to deal with this in a helpful way yes but, um, well and the the more you so like we 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 I just said like the the two-edged sword of we don't talk to people because they shut us down because of the gotcha moments because of the shame right and so it's a, it's a cycle there well the opposite is true the more we approach people in a loving manner and help them bear the burden of temptation and sin the the more we do that cuz then hopefully we're able to help somebody bear their burden and they're right. no longer bearing that burden so then they can help somebody with theirs and it's just you create a positive cycle it, it it goes the complete opposite direction when when you start to to bear each other's burdens. Yes, and and I think also uh, we need to be more willing to go to people with our problems. Yeah, go to people with our temptations and sins, and really talk about it with them. Obviously, you know, not total strangers. Yeah, you know, somebody go, you got a relationship but, but with, somebody that you can trust to help you bear that burden. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is really what this passage is primarily about, is bearing the burdens of temptation and sin, yeah. which, it, if we're honest with ourselves, I think is one of the, the most difficult burdens that we have to bear. And uh, yeah. it's, it's, so, it's so important that we find a way to deal with it yeah. and, and, and get help with it. There's, there's a sense of camaraderie whenever you are in a position to, to know somebody well enough to feel like you can go to them with your temptation and sin. It's like, like as Christians, we're, we're on a battlefield. Right. And I don't want to be on a battlefield alone. No. <laughs> no I want to have not. brothers and sisters who, who are going to be willing to have my back. And so I need to be sure that I'm fostering relationships that allow me to, to go into battle with somebody. Yeah. Bear my burdens. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, and as we as we think about it, you know, certainly in context, like we said, this is primarily talking about temptation and sin, but the principle applies to anything that any of us are, are dealing with. Uh, certainly we want to help each other deal with the challenges of life. But the second part that I think is really important in helping us understand what Paul is getting at here is the last half of that verse in Galatians 6 verse 2 because he says that we're to bear each other's burdens and he says, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now that sounds very vague. You know, what exactly is the law of Christ? 
um, especially in the book of Galatians, because that's a letter where Paul spends a great deal of time talking about how the law itself is 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 not what we are focused on. You know, it's not about the law and all this that sort of thing. Talking primarily about the uh, the the Old Testament law. But most any author that you look at, any commentary, they're going to say that this law of Christ is a reference to the command that Jesus gives in John 13 and verse 34, because it's there that even Jesus says, I'm giving you a new command. And the new command is to love each other as I have loved you. And so, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about how bearing each other's burdens, how that applies to this new law from Jesus. Jesus loved us with every single thing he had. Right. He loved us so much that he bore our sin on the cross. That is the biggest burden that we have. And Jesus bore it. Like, he was right. <laughs> He was the one that did it. And if he's asking us to, to love one another as I have loved you, I, you see how I bore your burdens, Jackson. That's how I want you to love other people. If there's somebody that <laughs> it, we're, we're supposed to love like Jesus loved, if there's somebody that I love and I see them struggling with temptation and sin, you're talking about being willing to, to reach out to people, we need to reach out to them. Right. If, if, if there's somebody that I love, I think about my sisters, if, if they were hurting I'm going to do what I can to make sure that they don't hurt. Definitely. I'm going to I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to I'm going to have to make sacrifices so that hopefully they will come out better. Well, we're supposed to have that kind of relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're supposed to to love one another. We're supposed to bear each other's burdens in that way. So what is what is loving one another um, have to do with bearing burdens? Well, if we love one another, we bear each other's burdens. It's it's kind of they, they're kind of I don't want to say synonymous, but they go hand in hand. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think that that uh, part of what we're talking about in the process of bearing each other's burdens is that sacrifice, like you talked about. That you know Jesus made such an incredible sacrifice for us. Again, going back to temptation and sin, yeah. that's really what it's about. Uh, is that it, it is going to take some sacrifice in order for us to to bear each other's burdens. It's yeah. not going to be something that is just a, a simple, easy thing. And, and, you know, by the way, no. bearing each other's burdens is not saying, you know, well, I'll pray for you and then leave it at that. Yeah, you know, no. that's not bearing each other's burdens. No. Uh, we're talking about actual actions being taken, yeah. the, the, the when, time it's going to take, the effort it's going to take, the, the, the things that you're going to have to do in order to help this person bear bear their yeah. burden. When, whenever somebody asks me, hey, Jackson, can you help me move this couch? I don't say, I'll pray about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. I, I go and help them move the couch, you know. Yeah. I'll they, pray it, you find somebody to help you bear, <laughs> yes. bear that burden yes. of a couch. <laughs> and, and this is like, it, it's tough kind of because, one, we haven't practiced it very much, but like, well, what is the action? You know, and that may not be an answer we can give right now, but <laughs> what is the action that we take to bear each other? There's nothing wrong with praying for somebody. Right. I was going to say, let's keep, not discount keep prayer. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but in order to know how to help somebody, really, you have to know them. Well, and I think that that means you're going to have to take the time that it takes 
to get to know them, to, to, to listen to them, to do what you can to try and encourage them, to support them, pray with them, not mm-hmm. not just say, I'll pray for you and see you mm-hmm. later. Uh, Stop you right know. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pray with them. I think, you know, that those are the kinds of things that are really going to make a difference in a person's life. And it may be that, you know, you contact them, you you take the time to communicate with them rather than waiting for them to to come to you when they're struggling, you take the time to to contact them. Hey, how are you doing today? Is everything all right? Can I pray for you some more today? Do you want to get together later? You know, can we get some lunch together? You know, there's lots of ways that we can continue to be engaged with that person as they're they're struggling. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's going to make a big difference in a person's life. Yeah. Well, and, and, and don't, as with anything, we don't want to overwhelm you. You're not bearing everybody's burdens. Right. You, I mean, we, we sort of are <laughs> in, in a sense, but whenever you, I'm, I'm not asking you to bear the burden of 225 people because right. that, right. Whew, that will, that will weigh you down quickly. But there is somebody likely in your life that you know that you could have a better relationship with in order to help them. Absolutely. Build that relationship. Right. Because you, you can't have a relationship with 225 people. Not the kind of relationship where you're going to right. know them well enough to right. do that. You know, think of it in terms of, <laughs> you know, the... Uh, how well do you have to know somebody before you ask them to come help you move? Right. That right. <laughs> exactly. You're that. not asking total strangers to do that. <laughs> usually, you're not asking somebody you just met to do that. That's usually somebody that that you're pretty comfortable with, and you're okay saying, "Hey, do you have the time? Is it is it okay if you come and help?" You know that level of acquaintance, that yeah. level of, of of knowledge about each other yeah. and and friendship. Is going to be what it's going to take to really be able to help each other bear each other's burdens. Absolutely. Okay, so I think the last piece of the puzzle here, in my mind, is something that we've hit on a little bit already, is that, yes, being burden bearers for other people is important, and that's definitely really what the title of this episode is about, Mm -hmm. right? But I think... In our culture in America, we have shied away from the idea of asking for help so much that we just, we're, we're not willing to do it. Yeah. No matter how overwhelmed we might be, no matter, no matter how hard our situation may be, we don't seek out people to help us bear burdens. And that is such a mistake. Absolutely. I am very guilty of this. <laughs> well, uh, right. Me too. <laughs> I, we want to feel like we can do anything. We we right. want to we want to look like we've got it all together. We've essentially we're kind of creating this identity for ourselves, and we're kind of completely. We're, we're talking about this, the whole point of this podcast is so that we have a rooted identity in Christ, and whenever yes. we don't count on him and other Christians to bear our burdens. We're counting on ourselves and we put our identity in whatever it is about us that we can quote unquote count on until it fails. Right. And then when that fails, we spiral and we don't know what to do. And then we pretend like nothing's wrong. And then we just continue to get crushed by this unbearable burden. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think it's such a, I almost want to say it's a silly thing, even though we all do it. 
it's such a silly thing for us to try and hide and pretend everything's okay, mm-hmm. pretend like I don't need any help, <laughs> pretend like as if that's at all, as you said, as if that's in any way what God has ever yeah. expected of us. Can you be effective as a Christian if you're not willing to open up and share your own burdens? I'm not sure you can because I don't think that that's the way God has built us. I agree. I think that so much of what we see in Scripture about the way God has organized His people from the beginning is that we are created for community. Mm-hmm. And that's what the church is. You know, today the church is that community that we're supposed to be a part of, an engaged part of, an active part of. And that includes being a burden bearer and letting others help you with your burdens as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we're going to be anywhere near as successful as Christians if we're not willing to, to have that kind of relationship. Yeah. With people. Kind of reminds me of The Walking Dead, season one. This is years <laughs> years ago. Wow. There was a guy who, if you don't know the premise of The Walking Dead, if you get bit, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Right. You got this problem, you're, eventually you're, you're going to turn. You're going to become a zombie. <laughs> if we do that with our sin, if we, we have this burden that we're trying to keep secret and we're trying to go along with the party and try to get through this battle... But we have this this burden that we're keeping secret. We don't want anybody to find out. Eventually, it's going to become detrimental to the to the group. Right. And it, it, it manifests itself in different ways. I'm not saying you're going to turn into a zombie and kill the rest of your group. <laughs> but there's this sense of accountability and openness yes. when everybody is willing to share their burdens. Right. <laughs> Sounds kind of hippie. <laughs> um, but if I can bear my burdens and not be judged by somebody, the amount of love that is in that room is something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are you a burden bearer? I think our audience, uh, Jackson, is going to have to answer that for themselves. Absolutely. You know, you're you're going to know whether or not that yeah. is something you're doing or I not mean, doing. Like thinking of like, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking, am I a burden bearer? Am I? <laughs> I, I, I talk to people and, and yeah. But I, I know I could right. help others more. Sure. And I know for sure that I'm not telling people about what burdens I have nearly enough. Right, right. Um, the, the other day, I was uh, hanging out with a friend of mine, and I had recently, like, I had gotten upset about something, and I told him about it. And he was like, well, when did that happen? I was like, a week ago. And he said, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and I was like, well, what could you, like, I, I'm thinking to myself, like in that moment, like, well, what could you have done to help me? What, what would have made that better? And um, immediately, maybe he couldn't have helped me. Right. But even just talking to him, a close friend yes. of mine who knows me, who has similar struggles, like. Absolutely. It, it makes a difference. Be it a, does. Be a burden bearer and be willing to share your own. Absolutely. And, and even just saying it out loud sometimes is just part of that process yeah. of of being able to to see what what challenges you're up against and and you may not even need a lot of advice from somebody you may just need to just get it out there yeah. and, and <laughs> sometimes then, that's all it is sometimes our burden is simply a thought yes and whenever we release it it's, it can it can be gone <laughs> right exactly exactly well 
I think that uh, this is an episode that a lot of us, ourselves included, uh, need to hear. Absolutely. Need to take to heart. And um, so we're, we're excited. We hope that this has, has been an episode that is, is helpful for you. And we want to thank you for listening. And we hope that uh, it's going to help you grow in your faith and especially be a blessing as you grow in your identity as a follower of Jesus. Jackson, any last words? I don't have anything else. Just uh, call us at 1-800-MOVING-COMPANY if you need <laughs> yeah, right. me and Brian. <laughs> and ask for Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a blessed week. <laughs>